yes, yes. Welcome back to the Sip and Speak podcast, everybody. As always, we got TJ, New Heights in the building. We also got a special guest, uh, a good friend of ours, Ms. Z here. How you Hi, doing, everyone. my dude? Excellent, excellent. Doing good. Perfect, perfect. TJ, what's up, my friend? Oh, man, we chilling. We out here having, having a good morning. You know. Yes, yes. What are we sipping on, everybody? What are we sipping on? Uh, I got a new one today for y'all. Coffee. Okay, okay. Ooh. With the, uh, the sugar-free pumpkin spice creamer. Healthy bitch. Yeah. Very, gotta watch very the, we got to watch the waistline out here. Very in season of you, for sure. You know, October is when it's really going to hit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I love all pumpkin shit, pumpkin latte, pumpkin spice, whatever, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pancakes. I'm a huge fan mm. of pumpkin, actually. So you got an inner white girl inside of you. <laughs> I, I, you know that, sir. Matter of fact, have you had the, uh, is it the, they had it at Moku Kitchen? Pumpkin ravioli, pumpkin, mm. something like that. That, that shit, shit was crazy. crazy. That shit is crazy. It's super horrible. good. Oh, you tried it. Yeah, no, they sell that, uh, it's on their appetizer menu. Yeah, and the that happy shit. hour. Oh. And they switch it around. Sometimes it's like a, a breadfruit one. Mm-hmm, Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a sweet potato. But whenever they got the pumpkin, that shit is good. They had it at Monkey Pot, too. So whenever my girl used to work there when I first met her, mm-hmm. when they, I used to set at the bar with her and shit. Mm, fucking delicious. Is it like a dessert? No, 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 no. Like an uh, actual like appetizer. So like yeah. savory kind of flavors and stuff. A little sweetness yeah. from the pumpkin. It's got a little like mm-hmm. a, I think like goat cheese on it, some arugula. Yeah, and then like a some kind of oil that they infuse with something that's green. It's good. Yeah. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> if you want a little snack, that's what you should get when you go. Definitely, definitely. But uh, this is episode eleven. Eleven. Yes, episode eleven. 11. Perfect. Um, let's start simple. Z yeah. and TJ. Okay. How did you both meet? Let's just kind of introduce everybody. Introduce Ms. Z to the pod. Let the people know the story, so to say. How many years ago? It was like eight, eight or nine years ago. Cause you, you were under twenty-one. Okay, okay. So it was like yeah, eight I years was ago. twenty. Yeah, you were twenty, so seven, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven years ago. Damn, we getting old, bro. <laughs> uh, we were working at Genki Sushi at the time. Mm-hmm. Ever Beach? Um, no. Waikale. Waikale. Okay, right, okay, shit. okay. Uh, I don't. I mean. We were working there, and oh, I remember. Hey, we used to. I used to be a heavy smoker. I used to smoke all the time, and she. But came. you were a lot more quiet back then. Yeah, it was. Well, we didn't really know each other, so when I started, I had to get to know everybody else. Okay. And me being friendly, I think I was asking. You were working as a cashier that day. Mm-hmm. And I think I introduced myself. Worst position myself. ever in Genki, by the way. Worst position is cashier. And he's always reading. I think he was like, I don't know. Oh, like on some intellectual yeah. shit? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was also in school, though. I was also in school. So I had to read my books for school and my books on the side. Okay, okay. And then I think I asked your name. But then before that, I was like, you know you have something over here. Have you seen it before? And then that's how you explained it. The spot on my head? Yeah. I'm a, that's I how our conversation yeah. started. Did you try to dye your hair a long time ago or something? And no, it, it's um, it just grows like that. Yeah. So it, and people used to think that there was like something on my head because it was this white spot that would stick out. They were like, "Oh, you got something on your head." Whenever I was looking down, hence I was reading. So you got something on your head, I'm, and I'm just like, "Oh, that's just my hair." Or sometimes I play with people and be like, "Did I get it?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, it's still there." And I'm like, did, "Did I get it?" And they're like, "No, let me help you." And they're like, "Oh my god, it's your hair!" And I'm like, ah. 
That's pretty fire. That's pretty fire. It's like a little genetic mutation kind of X-Men shit. Yeah. It's kind of unique. Yeah. Yeah. No one else has that kind of stuff that I know of. Yeah. It's, it's, know? I mean, it's common enough to like, there are other people that have it, but okay. not okay. like right in the middle of their head like I have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we worked. We were working at Yankee. Um, there was, we used to just kick it at my house, get high, yeah. uh, eat some food. And then I think we just started kind of going to like the Yankee parties yeah. together they yeah. threw some fat parties like and like everybody shit. goes and yeah. so i think that's how we Talking got like along niggas sleeping on the the, the front lawn oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. it was wild at least at least i was i used to get fucking trash yeah at the genki party i think the moment we clicked was we were at a party and i was drinking and smoking and i think we were sitting, and then I started rapping or something like oh, that. Oh, that's why. And you're, that's when you started calling you have, me Z yeah, or Lil, Lil, Lil Z. Z. Lil Z. Yep. Yeah, that, I remember. That's that's yeah. that was crazy because she started freestyling. We were. Yeah. <laughs> was it fire? Was it fire? I mean, we were. It we was were just fucked up. It was just stuff. we were just, okay, we were okay. just fun, having like... fun. We were just chilling, but it was cool though. It was cool. Yeah, and yeah, never since then we just hung we worked. We've been working at the same jobs for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we were working at this little Mexican restaurant together. Yeah. Got her a job there serving because she needed an extra job on the side. And I okay. needed one too. So I was oh, like, oh, oh it makes just enough money for me to pay my rent, whatever. So she came there. And then through like the pandemic, everything, we've just been, we've been best friends for yeah. years. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, bro. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I can, I can I can I can cut it. No worries. If you heard a couple pods back, I had to uh, use like a, if you heard it, it's like a, uh, we're talking. It goes beep. yeah because yeah. uh, thing didn't want me to drop yeah with the information I said at the time. So yeah, I'm like, oh, I got you, bro. But where no he worries, goes, I go. Okay, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Let me ask you, T. Um, is there a, an advantage to having a girl best friend? Um. Do Do you mind if I talk about your sexuality? Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Uh. Well, when she's when she's gay. <laughs> we can sit there and check out females together. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, and it, it 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 goes either way. Sometimes, like you know, she'll be, I'll be like talking to some girl, or whatever, or she'll be talking to a girl, or she meets some girl, and you know, girls just call each other pretty, and they fall in love with each other. It feels like so. It'd be like that, but no, it's cool. Um, I feel like it's a, like realistically, it's a little less like threatening if you see like. If you're being approached by like a male anywhere and his best friend is with him and like she's a girl, you feel like maybe a little more comfortable as a woman. Oh, in yeah. In that sense, you That's know what I mean? True. I didn't even like, think oh, about no, that. this is my best friend. She's gay, whatever. But so, you know, and they feel like a little more comfortable, you know. But uh, okay. I mean, she's always around. She's always been telling me like I should cut my hair like this or things look nicer or whatever with like the fashion sense and all that. So okay, so cool. there's definitely. There, yeah, there's, there's definitely. Benefits and then also if you like talking about your feelings, women like to talk about their feelings, so you can talk to each other mm-hmm. about your feelings. It'd be cool. <clears throat> Who's the better wingman then? For sure, for sure, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. She's the better. She's okay. the better wingman. <laughs> because we used to go to bars, and if there is like a girl that we see, or it could be the bartender or something, I'll try and. Uh, start a conversation so she can continuously talk to our table. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, so sorry, sorry. Both ways. Ah. Heard, heard. You hear that, everybody? Yeah. Get you a, uh, you know, a female best friend. Even better if she does like girls also, too. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it goes, you know, it goes. It just kind of rolls like that, but yeah. No, that's dope, that's dope. I can tell that you both are good friends. Never, never seen you both like ever bicker or anything like that, have any kind of conflict. Mm-hmm. If we bicker, it's us roasting each other. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's friendship, though. For fun. Like, uh, <laughs> how me and my friends were growing up was you never complimented your friend at all, so we just called each other ugly, whatever, fat, this, is some mm-hmm. that, and I was like, you're showing our affection, so you're mad ugly, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love <laughs> yeah, you, dog. Love like, you. <laughs> your ugly ass out of here. You look good, dog. Like, you're, you're doing good with yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's how guys be. And I think she, she, sometimes I feel like it's a struggle hanging out with like girls all the time. If you're used to like hanging out with the guys, yeah, because sometimes females be kind of sensitive. So, yeah, okay, ZB okay. out here roasting females, and they're like, "I don't think she likes me." <laughs> when in reality, <laughs> it's like, "No, I love you. I just this is how I do things." True. Facts, facts. Okay. Let me ask you, Z. Um, were you straight, or have you always been a lesbian? I think there was a turning point in my life. I I think sexuality. You go on this journey yeah, because. It's fluid as fuck. I didn't think I was gonna be gay until I was gay. Okay. You know? So I started off thinking I was bi until my first relationship with a girl, my first serious relationship. And then after that, I just never went back, just dated girls only. But aren't girls such a pain in the ass, though? You know, like. (laughs) You love them and you hate them. Hell yeah. (laughs) You can't get enough of them. We all all can relate to that one up in here. (laughs) What's the the biggest difference from guy to girl, so to say? Or like, but you know, not like regular shit, but like maybe like Mm -hmm. emotionally, so to say. The only difference? I mean. Like, do girls communicate better than guys or? I think so. It's more of that emotional connection. Okay, okay. Could you ever see yourself going back? No. If Brad, not Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio came to the restaurant, I was like, "Oh, you look real pretty. You know, uh, I want to take you out. Would you go on a date?" No. Oh, that's crazy. Maybe on a, <laughs> I would go on a date on with a that nigga. Date. <laughs> <laughs> on a <homie> date. <laughs> okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I rock with that. I rock with that. See, because sure. I can look at a guy and say, "This is a handsome guy," but I don't get any like romantic feelings, and that's how I know like I'm straight, like lesbian. Okay, for sure, for sure. So I could appreciate a good-looking man, but you know, I would never. I think I feel go the same way again. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, he, 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 dude is handsome, but no, yeah. <laughs> he ain't doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't doing it for me. Perfect, perfect. That's dope. That's dope. I rock with that. Has she helped you get any uh, girls prior to your your relationship right now? Um, I can't say like. Um, I mean, we would just go out and. We were just kind of like hopping right. around, like yeah, we were just vibe, like we would vibe, oh, yeah. and then we, we would we would meet like females and you know dance or whatever. But it was never like a trying to take anybody home all the time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It would, you know, I don't I don't know. I feel like we were just more into having fun with each other, I yeah. guess, friends. Okay, because for some reason I feel like when it's I guess all guys, it's like mission mode, like yo, yeah, who's gonna get the to... one this tonight? Who can get yeah. the one at the club well, tonight? This, 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 that. I would say I'm kind of guilty of trying to. Take home girls. Okay, it would be uh, me. There's nothing wrong with I it. Being admit, the yeah. you know, that? that's probably my downfall. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking about that one night, you know, oh, bro. when <laughs> all my friends. Not that one night, bro. Not that one night. All my friends were mad at me. I just thought I saw the most beautiful girl in the club, and I couldn't leave until I got her name and you know got her number, and I was just 
I my ego okay you know was so big that night I'm like it's gonna be in the bag you know and none of my friends wanted me to leave with See, this wait, person wait, yeah what she what she telling you it's funny because I was I was like look you can do whatever you want just let me at least be the one to drop you off where you going so I know where you are okay for sure for but, sure but no. my drunk self was thinking. Oh, he just doesn't want me to get this pussy. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to, I was I trying was to be like, a big person. Okay, I was like, she's crazy. I just want to know where you at. So I, if I got to pick you up in the morning or whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? That's real. But she's that's out real, here like, let me get this pussy, nigga. That's Stop that's fucking that. with me, dog. Hey, that's real. Why are TJ hating, bro? Yo, TJ was trying to be a good friend. That's all I'm saying. But nah, it's cool. It's all in the past. Good times. We were young. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. I like that. That's all it is. It, it seems like the same friendship, so to say, that I had with like, my best friend growing up, and as a dude, so to say, but still, you know, same, same kind of vibe, same kind of feelings. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. We fuck around all the time. It shall be. Hell yeah. Um, how's your music going? <sighs> Is it going right now? I don't know. Okay, okay. I feel like I have been sitting on a lot of stuff just because i just been going through a lot. I'm not using that as an excuse, but... In the beginning of COVID, I had so much momentum for a lot of things that I was doing. Um, I was focused on myself. I was doing so much. I was doing photo shoots. I was doing music. You know, I was connecting, networking with a lot of people. And then I meet a girl again. It and then happens. I just lose happens. my focus. And then, like, even when I'm not with that person or with somebody, like, I'm just like battling life you know i'm like oh my gosh i gotta go to work gotta pay my bills um life's a motherfucker for everybody i feel like that shit is trying to trying to keep the momentum to make music you know music's kind of emotional so to say and Mm -hmm. from i call it like energy like i feel like i be giving my energy and shit so that Mm -hmm. shit just drains the fuck out of me yeah and then you gotta work bills no for real i believe okay Mm -hmm. and i it's hard for me to just focus on one thing because i find other hobbies like even trying to just work with music and then I fell in love with just like the whole community of TikTok and then I was all about TikTok making content and then working on my car I somehow gained another hobby with fixing cars I was like okay that's a, a good you ass know? hobby to have because if your shit break down that's yeah. yeah you can you you know exactly what parts you need and what tools no, you yeah, need for sure. so that's nice one less person to pay fuck <laughs> that, that's all I see. One less person no, to pay. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. the truth. That's the truth. Okay, I mean, I see you have a lot of things going on. Music is always here forever. There's no age, yeah, age gap or anything or age restriction. So I mean, that shit comes when it comes. Yeah. Okay, for sure. I'm also. I'm just not really trusting with a lot of people. That I'm really selective on like who I work with. Um, I don't want to get taken advantage with. Uh, I can only trust like people who I know like I fuck with them hard with okay. the things that I'm passionate about. And sometimes when like the other person, you know, they don't pull their weight, it's like how do you get it going if you want the ball rolling? But you know, but you kind of are relying on that person too, and sometimes it just doesn't fall through. You know? Yeah, it's a fifty-fifty teammate partnership, so mm-hmm. to say. Okay, dope. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. Let's get into some uh, some topicos. Anything you want to start with, TJ, in particular? Uh, not in particular. We can, we can start anywhere. What have, what have you got? What have you got? Okay. Uh, let's start. Uh, how long should you stay in your parents' house? 
fresh out of high school, 18, uh-huh. should you stay? Or if you have the opportunity to say moving with your boys, should you take the opportunity? I am a huge uh, supporter of getting out if you can, because that experience you get about, you know, just kind of being in the struggle a little bit really can make you the kind of person that never settles. Or um, I, I think I, I, I kind of say things will work out because they have to, because in the past, you know, when I was dead broke, barely able to pay my rent, working two <sighs> jobs, all that. <sighs> You know, it worked out because that was the only thing that could happen was that it would work out. I couldn't settle for any less, and I got that kind of grit from, you know, moving out early. Cause I moved out around, uh, I would say around 19, 18, 19 maybe. Yeah, they were 18, 18, 19. Um, and I was living with my pops, and he was just like, AT, he's like, you can either pay some rent or get out. I was like, all right, bro, I'm going to go pay rent elsewhere because you just hit my ass all the time anyways. I don't want to be around you, so... I hey, right elsewhere have no yeah. rules. Like, uh, okay. But to answer the question, how long should you stay? I mean, it it depends on your situation. Uh, if if you're like college or whatever you're doing is close to home, and your parents are down to let you live there, you know, take advantage for a while if you can, save some money so you can, you know, solidify a place in society whenever you're ready to make the move. Uh, I do find it like very not very unattractive, but if I meet someone. If I was single and I'm meeting somebody and they're still living with their parents, I'm just kind of like, it's a little bit of a turnoff for me. Even though, okay. like, even though we're in Hawaii, because I know that's kind of like a thing here. Family is really big, but I feel like you, you were, you then kind of start leaning on me to come stay at my house or to do these things, and I don't know. Even if she's going after the doctorate or something, then she you know. I, well, there's a, there's, there's a, I forget the word, but there's like a. Yes, that would be fine. It depends. <laughs> what every situation, <laughs> you know, there's always something that can happen that can make me that make you change your I rule per se. But yeah, two more years in your master. <laughs> but you. but like typically, if you're just like working and don't have like anything going on, on the side, school, whatever, and you're still living with your parents, and you're, I don't know, 25 or whatever it may be, it yeah. just it sounds it sounds like it for me. It was just like a uh, uh, I don't know, just I don't know if I'm into that. There's definitely key things you can learn when you're on your own that it's nice to know early on versus knowing, say, 26, 27, mm-hmm. for sure. And then your situation <laughs> depends on how you... If your parents are super strict, didn't let you kind of do anything throughout high school, then I totally understand. Get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Learn, experience the world. Because you can also shit. be helping your parents. Big facts. That's the yeah. one less motherfucker to worry yeah. about. This, this, and that. One less yeah, mouth to be helping them save, by staying home and you know helping pay or whatever. So I get mm-hmm. all, I get it, all of that. It just depends on the situation. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Z? See, I mean, I only moved out of my parents' house at, I think I was 23 or 24. Would oh, I have liked When you moved to... out of Ray's spot? No, when me and... Oh, that's right. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was around 23, 24. Mm. Would I have liked to move out at 18? Of course. But finding that first job out of high school, it's honestly really hard. That shit is hard as fuck. It's hard. I tried to get a job in high school, and they're like, we can't hire you because you don't have experience. But you don't have experience because you never worked before. That's why you're trying to get a job. (laughs) So I tried to write it out with you know my parents as long as i could if i don't have to pay rent i'm saving money 
But then, you know, after 18, you're going through that phase of, like, being a teenager, trying to be a adult. You're going out with your friends, and mm-hmm. then you turn 21, and then, you know, now you're legal. You can go out, buy drinks. What made me want to move out of my parents' house was because I was tired of coming home drunk and getting shit from my parents. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's- that's a good deterrent. <laughs> that is a great deterrent. Like, I want to hear enough, that. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm an adult, but it's like at the same time, I'm living under my parents' rules. So, yeah. So, I, I got a question. When you finally made the move, and this can everyone can answer, but when you finally made the move, like, to move out, when you got a taste of that freedom, Ooh. how did it feel? Ooh. I loved it. Ooh. I can just come home whatever time I want see anybody i want bring them over (laughs) you know it's great is it a struggle it is because i didn't know how to cook at first and i didn't even know how to buy groceries like i don't know what to buy put it in my fridge like i have no idea that's that school you know and then you have to pay rent (laughs) which was something that i wasn't used to and i learned a lot of like life lessons it's more rewarding though yeah for the sure. struggle definitely um it's the shit you don't you don't you take for granted literally cooking it's just like yeah come watch me cook nah i'm trying to go outside I'm trying to do some <laughs> yeah. that. and then and now you get there you're like i should have been watching her cook fuck how the fuck did my mom make that big chicken remember <laughs> yes, that shit <laughs> 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 <It> was good <laughs> yeah i i agree when i i remember when i was first like uh moving out I was always like renting a room somewhere. That's all I could afford. Oh, okay. That's, that's all that's, I could ever afford. That's real gutter right there. Okay. Yeah, I was I was renting a room, um, in most places, and I was pretty blessed. I think you met most of the roommates I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he could tell you, I think Bill was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. My man just he was cool. He was just he ran he had his house and he rented out his room and I had my own bathroom living there. So it was just the room and the bathroom. Very key. Uh, yep. I had a parking spot if I needed it. Ooh, yeah, a nigga key. was broke. I didn't have no car back then. But, you know. Got the spot, though. They got the spot, though. I could park. I could sleep right here, which <laughs> I did do once. And he had a set of drums, which was super cool. Yeah. My man played the drums. Uh, okay. Shout out to Bill. I still talk to him every now and then. He's doing really well. But uh, he, it was just cool living with him. He was just trying to smoke and whatever. I had, I was blessed with great roommates. Even though I was in the struggle, couldn't get, <laughs> couldn't, could barely pay my bills. It was nice, honestly. I, I felt so relieved just knowing I could stay up late or come home late, drunk, drink, whatever, and could nobody say nothing. Have friends over if I wanted to. That shit is... So, it, it, it was dope. It's great. The That's freedom great. was it's great. insane how good it felt. I moved out of my parents' house, and I moved into my brother's house over here. So, I went from Florida to Hawaii. I mean, of course, I had no rules freedom. I was like 18, 19, and they're drinking, so I'm drinking, partying, everybody. That shit was dope had the opportunity to party with like mad adults everybody's like over 30 and shit and then maybe like five or six months later i eventually got my own apartment and that was just like my shit was in the back face like the forest had nobody around me and shit i was like ooh, i just that's when i just started really smoking like real heavy because i was just like (laughs) i'm free baby yeah that shit was dope that shit was dope didn't know how to cook nothing for the longest time i have no civil words had all plastic and paper Mm-hmm. Good shit. Good so, shit. Yeah, if you're out there listening and you live with the parents still, it's all good. But that freedom that you get when you finally get the chance to move out on your own, there's like no feeling like it. Yeah. There really isn't. True. Say if you can save a bag up, then move out and do that, because then you'll have even way better of a yeah. time. Stock your fridge up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if, definitely. if you can afford to. 
Have but, you ever had a grilled cheese sandwich, nigga? Just the end of the bread? <laughs> only the end of the bread? The exactly. Only the end of the bread, nigga? Which he, that's it? Like, yeah. No, honestly, uh, <laughs> when I was by myself, I would just go to my mom's house and get, like, paper towels, <laughs> she was groceries, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you don't need this bread, I'm going to take it. You don't need this exactly. milk, okay, stock up. Took all the leftovers. My place, <laughs> the, the, my nice, mom's house. Bro, I got this hit. <laughs> the holidays hit harder, too. When you're living on the struggle on your own and mom yeah. says, come back home for the holidays, you're like, oh, we finna eat. <laughs> I, I gotta eat for three I'm weeks worth of food I missed out on. Like, I'm taking yeah. home five plates. Yup. <laughs> Take a couple oh, extra man. showers, everything. Just everything yep. I missed out on. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get that good soap. I ain't using the dawn. I'm gonna get the good soap. That's hilarious. Oh. That's hilarious. So, uh, uh, speaking of, of moving out, you know, getting that freedom outside, when you leave high school, uh, we have in our society, right, like, you go to school, you're supposed to pick your uh, like profession, whatever you want to do, go to college for that, and then continue on afterwards. Yeah. Do you guys like that system Like as a society? Do you think it's okay to be kind of forced to choose when you're not even old enough by the law sta- standards to like buy alcohol? To what you want to do? <clears throat> yeah. You know, like, you know, you go to high school, and then you graduate, and you're supposed to like go to college and figure out what you want to do the rest of yeah. your 80 years of life. Pretty much take out a huge ass debt, depending mm-hmm. on when. I think it's a fucked up system, but I mean, it's always back to our school conversation of what they should kind of be teaching. Me myself, I graduated throughout high school. I know what I wanted to do. I didn't really do. Any, I didn't really do any kind of like career skills or anything like that. Couldn't get a job or anything, so I was clueless. Went to college. Uh, I think I signed up for computer programming. That was cool. I mean, I liked computers, but I only signed up for that because I was like, okay, I have a computer. I guess I can do this shit. Um, I only lasted one semester because then I started working and I was just like, I'm making money, fuck going to class, like, yo, fuck that shit. So I think it's kind of a fucked up system. And then I had like a 10 grand debt I had to pay off. Yep. I was like, fuck. Like, uh, kind of set me back. Definitely for sure. I think school is like a learning experience. Um, but it's hard to say. You can't just like tell somebody like, okay, what do you want to do after high school? Because some people have it all figured out since they were young, but some people have like no idea until you just start that journey of life. Mm-hmm. I had n- no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I thought I was gonna be a photographer at, when I was in high school, okay. but then after high school, I did my first play, and. I was like, I just fell in love with acting and I'm like, okay, I don't want to go to college, but I'm going to go to college just to take acting classes and do all that stuff. And that was another reason why I just stayed in school because I found something I like to do. If it wasn't for my parents forcing me to go to college, I would have probably never like discovered like the things that I like to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that's a good outlook. That's, a, that's a positive then. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a good outlook. I mean, you meet people. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure. That's for sure. And you, you you meet a lot of different people from fifty years old, fifty year like fifty year olds to people your same age. That's for sure. Oh yeah. How do how do you feel, T? I mean, uh, I, I, I it's funny. I'm going after both of you, right? Like I agree with both sides. You know, it sucks when you go to school and you pay all this money, and you at some people drop out, some people just never really had a try in high school and are struggling in college and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it sucks that it's like the, the standard is to choose your like life job 
when you're not even old enough to, you know, do a lot of shit in life yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't teach life lessons in school. They sure we talk we we talked about that one before. Yeah. How like I wish I learned how to do my taxes when I yeah. was in high school. You know, just explain it, explain it for me. Yeah, what is credit? Like exactly a- all of that. Um, so I I do agree with that aspect of it. Like coming out of school, now you got this debt, and you still have like pretty much zero experience. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side where some people really enjoy college. You know, you meet a lot of people, you you figure out passions and all that. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, I do think that working straight out of high school also has its like positives and negatives. You know, like you 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 start getting the bag, but sometimes that that initial bag ain't really enough to sustain life when you're 25 because mm-hmm. things change and you have a lot more things to pay for, kids and all that. So it's tough. I I don't personally like the system the way it is. Um, I think it has more long term negatives than like the long term positives. Mm-hmm. But that's just, you know, how I see it. Well, hey, China's on pace to have, like, 10% more millionaires than we do in, like, the next couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. new millionaires, millionaires, so to say. They're more advanced than us. Yeah, well, they have it, like, their society's fucking controlled as fuck. So, I yeah, mean, I super. Understand. I mean, you know, they, don't they get, like, an extra day of school on the weekend? And Yeah, I mean, they, they got to... limits to, they can't even play video games for, like, X amount of hours and shit like that. Yep. I mean, they definitely have restricted freedoms. But hey, a couple more millionaires, so to say. Uh-huh. Hmm. That's real. Okay. Question for you two. We've all been in relationships. None of us have been married. But um, why do we think the U.S. divorce rates are so high? Or you always hear that divorce rates are this high, this, this, and that. You probably know a couple people who had a divorce, uh-huh. I'm going to say. Any particular opinions? Any? Um. I like to throw this particular example out there because I okay. personally lived through it. Uh, my own father has been married and and divorced uh, three times. So, I mean, I just think that it's either people probably jump into things too quickly, maybe. they if they if Maybe they didn't take their time, like, you know, getting to know the person before they married them. <coughs> or it's just our society's inability to stick with you know, something like people okay. tend to like to give up and take the easy route out for lots of things in life. And I feel like that just rolls over into marriage or financial stress. I feel like that's another huge one. Oh, yeah, that's probably 50 percent of it. Mm-hmm. I would say, honestly. Yeah. Ah, that's very Yeah. True. Being ill prepared for what you're actually signing up for, because I feel like maybe 60, 70 years ago, society had a way better idea of what marriage was. Like, yeah. You know, sticking through things and, you know, working together and as uh, our society grew and changed and the children were treated differently and had more freedoms and all that, they realized, like, I could just give up on something technically and I don't have to worry about it no more. I, I could just say, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Z, any, any... What was the question again? Why are the uh, divorce rates so high? Why do you think they say that it's so high? You probably know a couple people who's been divorced, potentially. Yeah. Um, I think it just commitment i guess and people don't know how to stay faithful or they know how to stay faithful but they're scared of the commitment they don't know what the future is like and they don't know if things will get better you know they say um till death do us part but mostly people do not stick with their vows because what they say in their vows and then 
something happens, you don't know what's going to happen. And you don't plan for stuff like that. But when it happens, you technically break your vows. So if someone breaks your vows, don't you think it's like, okay, you broke your vows, so I should get a divorce because you didn't uphold like what you have said when they wanted to marry you forever. True. I mean, it's... You can't even prepare for a relationship end, or you can't prepare, like, oh, just in case my divorce is... How do I prepare for that, so to say? What am I trying to say? And you can always get married again, honestly. <laughs> very true. No, very you are point. not very forced true. to very stay true. with anybody. Yeah. Very true, very true. If you can fall in love, you can fall in love again. Yeah, I true. mean, there's like your vows and then there's like secret vows. Because yeah. I mean... I can say all these things about, I'll never cheat on you, I'll, I'll love you forever, this, this, and that. But then, I don't know. What if, like, you're horrible to our kids or something like that? Yeah. It's like, hey, bro, like, I'm about to leave you because that, of that. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I feel like the vows definitely are extremely important. Like, really understanding what you're saying when you are saying those things, you know? Yeah. to part in sickness and in health, in good times and bad. Um Hence, the children being treated badly could be like bad times, uh, but that I feel like that's that's tough though. Cause yeah, if 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 I was married and had kids and my wife was like horrible to our kids, that's that's yeah. an issue. I, I, no, don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll stick it through that yeah. one. That's, that's like it's like it doesn't that show needs therapy up till later something. though. That's, that's true. Cause <laughs> people grow as people, so there's this, you know, people from a dating age. Mm-hmm. And then when your boyfriend, girlfriend, and then when you're married, they're different too. Oh yeah, definitely. The person you met that very first day, that very first night, that first date is complete, not completely different from the person so people 10 evolve. years later. But, but they are different. Hell yeah, they definitely are Hopefully different. Hopefully for the better, but it could be for the worse. It's like, you want to stick through it, and if you stick through it, cool, and then it doesn't work out. It's like, fuck, I just wasted another like another five years because I tried to hold on for five years. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then, say you cut it loose, I don't know, she starts glowing the fuck up, all right, and then you're like, damn, they finally just held on, they can Yeah, yeah. Just on, on. <laughs> that's, that's the hard part, though, because, I mean, yeah. the most expensive thing in life is time, and that, you can't yeah, get that, that shit back. That is the most expensive commodity out there. <laughs> you cannot get that shit back. For that exact reason. Yes, you are correct, my friend. Yeah, for sure. I, I think about that. I mean, it's just like, ah. So maybe divorce rates are high because people are not afraid to start all over again. Could be a good true, thing. True, true. Not all divorces are fucking movie yeah. crushing. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just like a mutual, like you know, I don't yeah. think this is gonna work. Between They're us. respecting Try. themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna move on, put themselves first. Okay. Is, is divorce expensive? It can be. It just depends if it's a messy divorce. I would assume. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I don't know. I've never been married before. You're right. I haven't either, so I would. We should know. ask somebody who got a divorce. I'll, I'll hey, was my dad it expensive? <laughs> I, mean, I would assume. <laughs> How much did you make? How much did you mm-hmm. lose? I, I mean, really if don't you know. think about it, if you just. I thought you just signed a paper. No. Nah, you gotta. Go. Nah, you gotta I mean, get you a lawyer. Go. You have to get a lawyer, but I feel like if they just if you can mutually just agree to like okay, we're splitting everything, boom, done. I think it's expensive. It can be that easy. Like, yeah. It kind of depends if you got a prenup or not. Not everybody does. Oh. If you did it right. So, do you believe in prenups? I do. Okay. Give me some prenups. What do you got? 
that was a that was a high five. You gotta be safe. In case y'all didn't know, you can fall in love with a bum and they wanna divorce you, but they wanna say, oh, they wanna take half your money, but it's technically all yours. Yeah, that's for sure. So, do you feel empowered by women who say, like at the end of the marriage or whatever, like, oh, I got half. Like as a woman, like, are you do you do you like a, I can't say like compare but do you like uh, agree with that kind of thing or do you think like it's unfair can you elaborate on that now you know like like how women will be you know like it's mostly i feel like it's probably in a joking manner but it might not be a joke if like a, a celebrity married somebody um who wasn't who didn't have money like that and you know say they didn't get a prenup and the if it's a man and woman if the female is just like i got half you know hat that kind of thing so I think of the phrase, um, you know, when you get together and people say, oh, what's mine is yours. Mm. It's true until you get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Okay. okay. I was like, this wasn't really hers, actually. Like, yeah, I was okay, just playing, bro. <laughs> is it still <laughs> mine is yours? Yeah. And then, you know, then it gets kind of take back seats. tricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was actually mine. I mean, if you have a, a shared a bank account or yeah. like you bought a house, that's when you're just like, fuck, how much did you really contribute? Or like, oh, is yeah. that, I think that 10 grand is actually, most of that shit is mine, actually. Like, yeah. Yeah, divorces, I mean, they can be messy and expensive. Prenups are nice, but not everybody wants to hear that. Like, oh, babe, can you just sign this prenup? Yeah. They're like, nigga, you ain't got shit. Like, what you mean? Yeah, sign like, this prenup. Like, I mean, you, I might get some I might get some <laughs> It is hard to just get like half of some things because during. A relationship sometimes one person contributes more than the other person and then it changes because struggles you know yeah true i mean you what? might contribute financially but that other person might contribute like emotionally or like keep the mm-hmm. shit in in place so to say yeah I think one thing i think we talked about in an episode before was that uh we um whatever you made before you got married to the person is like technically yours, mm-hmm. and then after you marry them, whatever success and wealth comes yeah. after that, is is should should be split amongst the two of you. Good example. Fucking talking to a uh, Drake at work and shit. She was like, "Oh, I just found six hundred dollars," and she was like, "It was pre-marriage money too, so it's all mine." I was like, "Oh, okay, hell yeah, get your money, girl." Like, <laughs> so I fuck with that. That's funny. That's funny. Any way to solve it? The divorce rate problem? Yeah. Or any, any solution? I don't know if I call it a problem because it ain't my problem. That's their problem. But uh, I How think... How do you solve it? Don't fall in love. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but I mean, look. Shit. <laughs> I, I wish I would have thought of that one. You know, <laughs> if you don't want the divorce rate, don't fall True, in love. How... It's going to sound cliche, but how amazing is love, though? You're yeah. True. That shit, that shit be hitting. Like, oh, God, man. <laughs> 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 true uh i think maybe uh i don't know just really really like spend some time with somebody uh maybe don't marry somebody that you haven't seen angry yet or you haven't seen you know oh, take some kind of loss you know really get that time spent together so that way <clears throat> you just know you kind of have a better idea of what better and worse is uh, in those terms so that's what i would say i feel like that the only way to is just time but no I, definitely i would say try to figure out 
all shades of that person. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, just trying to make sure you know their good side, their bad side, when they took a loss, when they catch a win. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point right there for sure. Okay. Okay. Heard, heard. To the next topic? Yeah, I, f- I found something uh, interesting, an article just came up. Nothing super serious like that. <laughs> uh, in case any of y'all... <clears throat> Uh, don't know. I'm five foot five, so I would I would say I'm on the shorter side as far as uh, males go. Luckily in Hawaii, it's not too bad. But yeah, when I go solid, to the mainland, solid, I, I feel like I'm in the land of giants. <laughs> uh, but there's this dude. Uh, let me find his name. Uh, Kevin Debbie Parshid. I'm probably butchering the last name. Shout out, shout out. Yep, shout out to him because he looking out. I wonder how tall he is actually. He might be six eight. Yeah, he might be. He might really just be looking out for the short folks. Um, the article that popped up is titled, uh, software engineers from big tech firms like Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and Meta are paying at least 75K to get three inches taller. And this dude, what it says that he does is he... 75K? 75K to get three that inches taller. That is a lot of How money. much is a boob job? I don't at know, least, like six grand? At, no, please. It's at least... A quality, well, a quality um, one. Six grand to 10K. Yeah, okay. I thought, yeah, 75k. 75k to get three inches taller. Damn. And BBL is probably only like, what, 10 grand too? Uh, I don't know. Damn. Heard Depends how dangerous. big you get. I heard, you, I heard those are dangerous. Like, those, you could die from that. Yeah, if you go to Brazil and get that shit, you gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that shit actually done from a doctor. Okay. Damn, they got us, bro. <laughs> they got us, bro. With 20 grand, they could take us out, bro. I can't afford 75 grand. Uh, so, what he does is uh, it says, here's how it works. The doctor breaks the patient's femurs, or your, the bones in your thigh, and inserts, you're obviously under while it's happening, but, mm-hmm. uh, and inserts metal nails into them that can be adjusted. The nails are extended a tiny bit every day for three months with a magnetic remote control. And then it says it can take months to slowly lengthen the bones and for the legs to heal, uh, but you can go anywhere up to six inches taller. How long is healing process? Uh, it says months. Uh, I would assume anywhere from like three to six. Oh, he spent, oh, so here, one software engineer told GQ he spent the first three months after his surgery alone in his apartment and ordered delivery food. Damn. Okay, Who's taking real. care of him? He probably single because maybe he was short. No, yeah, <laughs> now, he's, now he's taller. I, I want to know the after results. Like, yo, did he, did he, you can't walk is he turning up down the streets? He must be now. Uh, so it says you pay, the procedure costs anywhere between 70K and 150K, depending on how long you want to like, how much taller you want to get? Okay. Three, four, five, or six inches. Okay. Okay. So I don't. That's that's crazy, bro. From a from a from a short man out here, I don't know if I had 150k to blow. I just feel like it'd be would weird. you do it? I don't know. I mean, if I really had money like if that, your chick yeah. came maybe you like and said, "I'll get it for you. Don't worry." And she said, "I got the money. Don't worry." I think I'd do something like maybe two or three inches. That's real. That's just because. So my measurements for my waist as a 32 inches, and then my my pants length is 28. And it's really hard to find a 28, but it's easy to find a 30. So yeah, if yeah. I could just go two inches taller, I'd be cool with that. Okay. I'd be cool with okay. That. that way I could at least, you know, buy regular size pants. <laughs> here. In my opinion, there's nothing wrong with surgery and enhancing yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have the fucking braid, I mean, it's like going to the dentist getting braces. Yep. Essentially. Yeah, same, same, essentially, yeah. But this okay. is, you know, your whole bones breaking and metal being inserted into the body. I probably have to do a whole lot of research and make sure yeah, get shown, all that stuff, but. I might do it just for like two years. What if you change your mind though? Can you ever go back? I feel like if you can extend it, (laughs) you can leave it. Maybe he can like shorten it, or at least 
break the bones, take it out, and let your legs yeah. heal together again. But then you got extra skin hanging. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, so you might like, just keep it kind of messy. Just not. What if yeah. you miss like keep your, your height? Most. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I kind of miss being shorter. I don't know, bro. Short guys they come make that much of a difference, Short bro. guys start coming in like, yes, a new oh, shit. Like, oh. I think, well, 5'7 is like, I think that's still below average height for a male. I think the average height for a male is like 5'8. Yeah, 5'8. I mean, 5'7 is not bad height. No, I mean, I'll be chilling. I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling at 5'5. Five, five. Don't get me wrong. I just thought it was cool to know like somebody out there representing no, the short folks. That, that's, that's what's up. If females are doing it too, they want to get taller. Ain't no wrong with that. Let, let me ask you too. Um, how, do you feel, how do you feel about dating a girl who's taller? Bring them on, bro. <laughs> we climb the trees I out like here. I like your answer, sir. I like your answer. Z, could, could you do a six-five chick? I've never had an experience six, five, to volleyball date chick? a taller person. One hundred fifty pounds. That's not bad either. All the people that I've dated has Ass been like around fucking... my height. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Acid of crazy <laughs> way like, up here. Just hanging on it. Like, oh, I see you, Z, living a good life. Like, hanging on. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Okay, okay. You that's, know. What's up, that's what's up. When I was younger, no. But uh, now, once you become a man, you mm-hmm. start to realize, like, oh, okay, ah. Yeah, I'm getting more eyes now. Everybody will be looking over like, damn, this man, he really out here doing this. Same. He five foot five, his girl, like six foot. That's a real woman right there, my man. Yeah. <laughs> if she's proportioned nice and tall, oh, I'm, I'm down. Okay, no, no for issues sure, for at sure. all. No issues. Out, Even if she, she throws on the high heels, she goes up Throw three inches. Okay, more okay. eyes is better. I got more people <laughs> asking me like, "Look, how, hey, that, that's really a girl?" Look, yes, yes, she is six three. That's your liberty. That's me right there. That's that's how I roll. <laughs> that's how I do it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, no issues on that one. Love it, and I like to see it too. My five foot five kings with the six foot tall women. Shout out to you guys. Not nah, for sure. I see you. Piggyback you all the time. Hell yeah, she probably strong. <laughs> a, nigga, a nigga don't like walking. Like, uh, she probably strong as hell. I feel like I, I'm pretty like, you know, comedical and funny. So if I were to, like marry a woman that tall, I'd be like, look, pick me up in the picture, bro. <laughs> pick me up in the tux. No, yeah, yeah, might as well, might as well say, go yeah, all out with that. The whole thing. Go all out with that. Even the uh, the uh, the nigga on top of the cake. Yeah. Have a small one, tall yeah. drink. Like. Or or get me on the stool for the kiss part and just have that in the picture, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I was play into it. Might as That's well. For sure. Okay. Cool. Are you both in your prime, or is there still more to come? How do you know? I don't know. Do you Do you feel like you're in your prime? I always thought that 30s was your prime. You think so? Mm-hmm. 20s, I think we're still so young. We're not. I mean, we're adults, but we're not like grown grown yet where we have so many other experienced experiences to experience we have not experienced like mortgage and like marriage and like bigger stuff so maybe through all of that i would say then i would be in my prime Mm -hmm. okay my my thoughts on prime is i feel like as in just like a, take your regular average, like American or average, you know, human or whatever. And from like a money knowledge standpoint, if you were to like invest your money in, um, at a very, like in a, a very, uh, I forget the word, not like over, like overzealous, you know, you do it like at a chill rate, you know, over time, um, you can make, you know, definitely like a million, $2 million by the time you're 45, if you do it, you know, slow, 
consistent over time mm-hmm. um, with a good firm, you know, start a 401k, work or whatever. And I think of your prime as that time when you have enough money to not have to work and you can really do what you want to do in life. Yeah. Um, so I would say the prime is more like 40, between age 40 and 60 is when you're like prime. Young, hustling, getting the bread, mm-hmm. setting yourself up. So that way later you can, you know, your life is extended because you did all the hard work when your body could take it. And now you're able to just sit back, relax, and enjoy a mimosa on the beach. <clears throat> That's how I see it. I feel like physically prime maybe right now because like I'm at probably at like my strongest. Yeah, for but sure. Yeah. For sure. Later in life, I feel like the prime comes because that's when you're able to really do the things you wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I would say kind of like what Z said, your 20s is for you to experience and maybe set up your prime. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you reach there by your 30s. But by the time you're 40, you should be quote unquote prime life. Mm-hmm. If you want the family with the house, you should have that by then, so to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even if you want to. You've been in a restaurant since you're 20. You should by that time. If you want, you should be, you should have been the GM by then, so mm-hmm. to say, or oh, you should have yeah, been, yeah. been the chef if that was your route. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, I, I can agree with that for sure. Me myself, I think I still got a lot of work to go, so to say. Mm-hmm. Before, I mean, I just want to achieve a lot of things. So I mean, uh, I I want to be in my prime until I hit that at least that one M for sure. Yeah. No matter where I'm at, so. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. As far as like my own personal prime goes, I'm definitely not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I feel like I still have a lot of learning to do. I had a lot more books to read and a lot more bread to get. No, I <laughs> That's for sure. Hell yeah. I mean, even when it comes to me rapping, so to say, because uh, we've all tried the rap, or at least all my friends, we all tried the rap when we were 18, and I just couldn't. No words come to my brain. And then only prior to like six months ago, I was like, I have all this fucking life experience now, like all these different things I've felt and seen mm-hmm. that now I can easily just speak it, so to say. Yeah. Okay. I think we should never be content, but always be hungry for anything, you know? Whatever the goals are. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I-, I agree with that. Content is like almost the same as giving up, per se. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> how do you build that hunger then? What if somebody doesn't have anything going on? How do you... Build that drive, get out of that that content phase then. To always strive for something. It could be a little goal or a big goal. Any personal goals, like, you know, it could be anything really. If you have goals, then you always want to do better and better. I don't know. Something my dad taught me. He's like, you know, whatever you want to do in life, as small as as small as it may be or as big yeah. as it may be just, do just it. make sure that you first you got to do it yeah and if you want to be a bag a grocery bagger forever that's just like your passion he's like you better be the best damn grocery bagger that you can be mm-hmm. at all times and never settle you know cuz the moment you settle someone's going to be better than you yeah so okay that's what i would say any particular thing you you both do to get out of that funk yourself like any tips or tricks you could Tell to the people. I think uh, if you're if you're single, I think that you have to try go try something new. You know, that, if you if you true. yeah, if you're single, go try something new. And if you're not single, I would say lean on your partner 
for guidance because they should know you really well and be able to tell you like, hey, you were at your happiest doing this or I felt like you were trying your hardest when you were doing this and, you know, let them hold your hand and kind of lead you out of it because that's like what, you know, your life partner is supposed to be there for. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I would say. Okay, okay. We're just staying connected to uh, people in your life that inspire you to be a better person. If you're in that funk, um, I just try to make more time with my friends, you know, make more time doing something that I like. Minus just like always working, you know, that's just that mundane feeling. Then you start feeling like, okay, this is just a routine. Gotta do something that makes you happy. Find joy in the little things. Okay. Can the same thing be applied to relationship funk? Because that's some of the worst, most hurtful funk right there. Like that. Ah, uh, relationship funk. Some, you might need to go on a little camping trip. I, 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 <laughs> do a little uh, inner finding. I like to hide in the dark. Inner searching. <laughs> the darkness uh, gives me that comfort when that shit, that shit hurts. Uh, relationship funk. Um, it's definitely about who is uh, who you surround yourself with. Who can you lean on? Uh, for me personally, like it's my mom. You know, I call my mom if I'm having relationship difficulties because I feel like she's really looking out for the best for me and will tell me, you know, if she thinks said person is good for me or not, and you know, which what she thinks I should do. Because um, in prior relationships, you're just like, you know, I feel like this is holding you down. Um, but if I ever had like a difficulty in my current relationship and I ask my mom about it. She tells me, like, nah, th- this person's, you know, as of now, in this part of your life is very good for you. So, you know, try and fix what you can or try and, you know, keep things going because, you know, th- it's good for you now. <clears throat> so find your uh, support system. If it's your parents or your brother or if you got to talk to your cat, I don't know, <laughs> whatever it may be. Ooh, I like that. I, I, it's the best to go, go, go to support, but I hate when, you know. They tell you things you don't want to hear. Like, ah, oh, nah, bro, I don't think she's the one. Like, nah, I don't say that, bro. No, it, I it, feel it though, bro. My heart's <laughs> telling me this. <laughs> I, I, this this rapper I like, uh, his name is NF, but he in one of his songs he said, um, uh, I don't need people in my corner trying to gas me. I'd rather have people in my corner trying to check me. That's you know, truth to, though. To, to to always be like, hey, look, you get a little big headed. You need to come back down and you know keep working hard or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes men can be the worst. That's the damn truth. Z, any uh, any knowledge to drop on our relationship funks? I think I just agree with everything that you guys said. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just support, finding, just surrounding yourself with like people that really have your best interest. But, you know, not telling you things that you want to hear, but they're going to tell you things that, like, you need to hear as well. You know, if you're fucking up, you want that person to let you know that, yeah, you're fucking up. But, you know, own up to whatever that you're doing. Put you accountable. Accountability. You do and you don't. It's really important. (laughs) Accountability is important. Don't sleep on it. It's a good word to know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Can't have people out here lying to you like, yeah, you're doing great. No, you're not. <laughs> but don't, and that's a little like, uh, what is it called? Reinforcement though? Wouldn't that help at the same time? Like, yeah, bro, keep doing your thing. Like, yeah. I, I mean, if your thing is good, you gotta, <laughs> but you do it is good. You got to keep it real, you know? Yeah. If, She's feeling you, bro. Yeah. She's feeling I mean, you. even Z, she, when I was like being a little bit of a, of a whore, 
Ooh, yes. One of the first people to tell me, like, um, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> and vice versa. You know, we both, mm-hmm. we check each other. That's how I feel like I know our friendship is, you know, very real. It's never been a, like a, like a gassing each other up all the time kind of thing. Yeah. We, we correct each other when we need it. But we're also there at the biggest times of support. I watched every single one of her, uh, like, movies that were put out when she was acting. Every premiere. Oh, and- you got movies? Like DVD, DVD a I used to act a lot. Like that like, was my first. I can pull up a DVD, right? Uh, you might. They're like um, film festival kind of yeah. things. Wow. Yeah, every, yeah, every, like an indie yeah, thing. Everything, everything that was produced. <laughs> I was at see, every premiere. You know? Don't let me see you on Tubi. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you gotta get get friends. Get friends like Z, y'all. Get friends like Z who will uh, check you, correct you, but also support you and love you all the time. Ooh. So. You made that up just now. Yeah, I did, bro. <laughs> hey, we, we potting out here. We potting, okay? Big potting, big potting. <laughs> and she can, uh, you know, help you with the, the baddies, as always, you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Any final words for the pod? Any final words? You can drop your sources if you want. Anybody follow you on say, TikTok yeah, anything, anything you want to drop, put it out there. We got a we got, we got a few listeners who might be able to add to your yeah, yeah. repertoire. We, we never know who's listening. Yeah. We got hey, we got some niggas in Virginia right now. Whoever y'all are, shout outs because they continue listening. Oh really? You guys can see that? Yeah, yeah we can see uh, states and states cool. and who's downloading. Yeah, shout out to everybody's been supporting us. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Brooke. We, yeah, appreciate you, Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Appreciate we you, love Brooke. you, oh, Brooke. Exactly. You're a real one. Yeah, <laughs> big facts. Yeah, we love you, Brooke. So we appreciate the support. We go shout you out, especially with all the support you know be giving lately. Yeah, that, uh, all the questions and stuff, and also yeah, so give send us questions. On uh, on Instagram, anything you guys want us to answer? Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, the shifts will get better too. <laughs> <laughs> Any anything you want to shout out or say? Uh, hope everyone has an amazing day. You guys can follow me on all my socials. Um, Zell X Bellius. You want to spell that for the people? It's like rebellious, except Z E L X and then Bellius. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the uh, description. Oh yeah, join our sure, sure. join our Discord, or else. <laughs> I'm looking at Juicy. I'm, I'm at the Discord. This is the uh, Sip and Speak podcast. TJ, New Heights, Z. Shampoo, Shampoo nigga. nigga.